Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news you choose is the game. Nicholas Harris is our contestant. Good morning, Nicholas. Good morning. So we're going to give you headlines here. Devin and I are going to give you some headlines. They're either real news stories or fake ones that we made up. You guess which is which enough time times, and we're going to give you a prize, okay? All right. First headline is, Burger King is testing a new delivery service where a guy on a motorcycle brings food right to your car when you're stuck in a traffic jam. Fake news, you choose. I'm going to guess fake news on that. I am sorry. Pile of garbage. Burger King in Mexico has seen a 63% jump in delivery orders in just one week. They have a guy on a motorcycle (laughs) who will bring food right to your car window when you're stuck in bad traffic. How bad must the traffic in Mexico be? Yeah, no kidding. I would do this 100%. (laughs) Why not? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. You've got the wrong Honda Civic. (laughs) I think it's that guy up there. They're looking to expand to other cities with horrible traffic, including Los Angeles and Shanghai. Maybe the 401 around here some mornings, too, it would work. Yeah, I'd, I'd uh, take, take advantage of that service. Next headline. Parents of teens who take part in new trend of wearing hollowed-out watermelons as hats are warned of suffocation risks. God. Uh, well, there was a, a meme about that for a while, about a uh, guy wearing a watermelon head. But I'm going to say fake news. You are fake news. Yes, it is completely fake. But if you do plan on wearing a watermelon on your head, make sure you cut holes for your eyes and your mouth. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Florida man eaten after trying to water ski with two alligators strapped to his feet. Oh, man, it's a Florida man. <laughs> who's helping <laughs> you out there? So who, Nicholas, who's the guy who's, who's doing the commentary in the background? I got uh, some help here with me. Uh, John, uh, we're just gotten to work here. So. Yeah, John, I, I'm loving your reactions. Oh, it's a Florida man. It, <laughs> it might be true. This is tough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess fake news. Yes. You are fake news. Funny visual, though. Yeah, no, I, I thought about it. And again, when you hear Florida man, anything's possible. It's fake news now, but it'll be happening in about <laughs> six months. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next headline. A 900-pound man facing a drug conspiracy charge had to be cut out of his house to appear in court. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with real news on that one. It, it is, is real news. news. Awesome. 48-year-old guy named Kenneth Hicks from Virginia weighs 900 pounds. He had been helping out from his mobile home a cocaine ring. Judge says, just because you're, you're 900 pounds doesn't mean you're not coming to my courtroom. So they cut him out. The FBI, U.S. Marshals, paramedics, firefighters cut him out of his mobile home. The plan was for him to come to the courthouse. This is, this is terrible. And they were going to have him testify from the loading dock of the courthouse <laughs> because they couldn't even get him upstairs. But he was the the move was too much for him. They actually had to take him to the hospital. He is going to recover, and he will be forced to testify once he does. So, if you're facing criminal charges and your plan was to gain 750 pounds, so you wouldn't have to go to court, <laughs> be warned they'll just cut you out of your house and take you there. They should have towed the mobile home there. <laughs> why? Why didn't they just tow the mobile home? Where were they going to put him after it? Like you, know, you got to get a new mobile home because you're missing a wall. Yeah. Half of it's gone. 
Last headline. This is for uh, the win. I think you're good, but let's see if you can get this one. Headline reads, a stripper threw a coconut at a guy for filming her. Stripper threw a coconut at a guy for filming her. Fake news YouTube. I'm going to go with the real news on that. Yeah. You are fake news. <laughs> John sounds like he may have some experience with this. <laughs> 36-year-old woman, stripper in Key West, Florida. There you go, Florida again. Uh, she was hanging out in front of the strip club when a guy started filming her. She grabbed a coconut, threw it at him, and you know those coconuts. They're like nature's cannonballs. They can really do some damage. So she was arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Wow. A coconut is a deadly weapon. Congratulations, guys. You're going to check out some uh, some racing in Grand Bend this weekend, and you're going to be at the fireworks Monday night at Fanshawe Lake, okay? That's awesome. Have a great long weekend. I want to see you peacock, Sure, with the long weekend coming up, a lot of people thinking about getting out there and golfing themselves, or you could tune in, watch some golf with the PGA Championship going on. John Daly is playing in this tournament, and you may notice something a little different about John Daly when you see him out there. John Daly will be riding in a cart, and that has created a lot of controversy. He applied for it, and they granted it. The reason he needs the cart, he says, is because he has some arthritis in his knee, and it would have prevented him from playing otherwise. So he was saying if he was walking, he'd probably make it only about four holes before he'd have to pull out. And so he loves the PGA Championship so much he wants to compete in it. He won it back in 1991, but a lot of people aren't happy. Uh, They asked Tiger Woods about this earlier this week, and uh, Tiger, who back in 2008, you might remember, uh, played in the U.S. Open and one, he walked at that time with a broken leg. So he said, in the past, I've walked with a broken leg. <laughs> That's all he said. And just let, let people take take uh, that for what it was. Yeah. I walked with a broken leg pretty much sums it up. <laughs> uh, my, I what, mean, what, th- what about a skateboard? Could you put a little skateboard under his leg and just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> just kind of roll around? Well, like John Daly has said he doesn't like using the cart because he doesn't feel like he's in the rhythm while he's playing. He's not going to win. No. Well, here's the thing. Just John Daly, just don't play. Like you 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 haven't been, you know, a regular golfer for a long time now. You're more of like a show golfer. You just you hit it far. But if you cannot walk and you cannot compete, then don't Pack compete. It in, bud. I know you like the PGA Championship. Great. But Tiger Woods didn't play for a while because he had a bad back. You know, sometimes your body just says you cannot play, and so therefore you do not play. Please tell me that John Daly's driving around in a beer cart. Uh, I think <laughs> Is there every... any stipulations or the regulations <laughs> of for the type of cart he's allowed to use? <laughs> I think just the mere fact that he's in the cart makes it a beer cart. I'm glad you're here, Dev, because you're like our go-to Game of Thrones fan on the show. And some Game of Thrones fans very disgruntled with this final season. There's an online petition asking HBO to redo the whole season with competent writers. <laughs> Goes on to say, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss have proven themselves to be woefully incompetent writers when they have no source material to follow. For example, the books. The series deserves a final season that makes sense. Subvert my expectations and make it happen, HBO. 
They've got over 200,000 signatures on this petition. Would you sign it, Dev? No. I mean, these, I mean, people have got to get over the fact they don't like the direction they're taking the end of the series because. It's 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 going to end the way it's going to end, and this is they're following the general guideline from George R. R. Martin. So, if so he, he told them where he hasn't finished the books, but he said this is how the books are going to end. Yes, you guys fill in the blanks. He's uh, two books behind, so like he is way behind. And there's some th- people who are wondering if he's ever going to finish the books because he's like over seventy. He's working on a number of other projects. So if Game of Thrones fans are going to be upset at anybody, be upset at George R. R. Martin because for slacking, Benioff and Weiss didn't sign up to do Game of Thrones fan fiction. They signed up to adapt these books into a TV show, and then they ran out of source material, and George R. R. Martin's like, scribbled some notes and says, well, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) If he does finish the books, maybe he'll be like, uh, "Mm, I guess I'm uh, I'm going in a different direction. (laughs) Makes it completely different. Yeah, that was totally their idea. This is how I was going to do it the whole time. Some of the uh, criticisms, without spoiling anything for anyone, seems to be that they're rushing some of these plots. Yeah. And so it's it's possible he could in the books do the exact same thing but it's more expanded because like these books are not short books they're like 700 pages. Uh-huh. So he could have it as more of a gradual kind of shift towards where it's ending but maybe he looks at it and people don't like what that character's doing and that character's doing and that, what happens with that character and he says, you know what, uh, maybe I will change it up. <laughs> Sorry, uh, HBO. You've been enjoying it, though. You said the, the other uh, the other week that it was one of the most intense episodes of any TV show you've ever watched. Yeah, the uh, the battle for Winterfell was like, it gave me a heart attack as I was watching it just because like the director who also directed the last episode that just aired that is very divisive amongst uh, Game of Thrones fans, he just really knows how to pick uh, pace an episode uh-huh. and the pacing was just super tense and so a lot of people are split over the most recent episode for i can see why but i think people have just got to calm down a little bit game of thrones is so successful it's inevitable that there are going to be people who are disappointed they're probably more disappointed that the show is ending than they are with how it's ending and they're just misplacing that that anger or that uh that stress, that anxiety that they have to now find real lives. Well, it's <laughs> it's true, but they've also got like more Game of Thrones uh, series coming. They got like three spinoffs. Spinoffs? Three spinoffs. One's oh, in wow. production already. One of the problems, though, and it's kind of like remarkable that Marvel was able to avoid all of this, was when you have these huge series, shows, books, whatever, that you have a ton of fans that people love, they that they have their own mind of how it should go. That when it doesn't go their way, they get upset. So it's kind of incredible that Marvel was able to kind of pull this off with their entire strategy. And it's hard to do, as we're seeing with HBO and Game of Thrones. And Star Wars. And Star Wars. Same thing with the the recent Star Wars movies. How many episodes of GOG left? One left this Sunday. The Rolling Stones show that was scheduled just outside Toronto at Burles Creek for June 29th. That was postponed. Is back on, baby. Mick Jagger has, he's superhuman. He's recovered from his heart surgery, which took place when, Devin? 
the first week of April. April, May. <laughs> it's not a lot of time to recover, but if you uh, follow Mick on Instagram, you saw him in a rehearsal studio just bouncing around like he's 22 years old yesterday. It was uh, a video of him. His daughter can be heard uh, yelling at cheering him on. He's 75 years old. He was dancing to the Wombat song Techno Fan. I was out of breath just watching Mick Jagger dance around. It really is incredible. Like he was, he was moving like a guy. Like if you hadn't told me he had heart surgery, I would just say, "All right, he's just practicing as per usual to get ready." Yeah, Mick is uh, in good health, good enough to go on the road. The shows that were scheduled are going ahead, and I, I just saw on Twitter minutes ago our buddies from. Glorious Sons have announced that they will be supporting the Rolling Stones at that show. So it's now the Stones, Glorious Sons, and the Beaches as well. Another FM 96 artist added to the bill. It's going to be a good one. You had tickets. Hopefully uh, you didn't lose them. (laughs) Because the show must go on. You may be wondering, what is Mick's secret? Good genes, lots of exercise, and having a billion dollars helps too. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday ended up pretty good on Devin Peacock. It was a uh, it was a full day. <laughs> I think we're gonna have fun, rain or shine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the majority of the day, the sun was out. We did get some showers in the afternoon, and we kept drinking that Tasmania Golden Ale right through it all. It uh, it went down smooth. I might have drank uh, half the reserves in London, but there, <laughs> there there's still some out there. We made a bunch of it. It's available for a limited time, brewed by our friends at Powerhouse Brewing Company at 100 Kellogg. And yesterday was the official London launch. We went to all four Krabby Joe's locations starting at 11 a.m., wrapped things up around 6 o'clock. I was in bed at about (laughs) (laughs) 6.45. Slept like a baby, though. And now we can't put this on the label, and this is not a scientific claim, but I feel pretty good today. Uh, yeah. We, we we can't say that the beer doesn't give you hangovers, but... I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, we're doing good. Uh, big shout out to the Powerhouse crew who were out with us yesterday. Matt Buckley, Sexy Matt Bell, Val, Lance, Paul McLaughlin. It was uh, great to go out there and meet some people, FM 96 listeners showing up specifically to try the beer, which is... Still on tap if you want to go into a Krabby Joe's today and give it a try. Look for that powerhouse tap, and you can try Tasmania Golden Ale. Dev, your thoughts on the beer. It's got a bit of a, people were saying, a bit of a citrusy taste. It's a beer. It's There's nothing added to it. It's just those Tasmanian hops that we use have a bit of a citrusy taste to it. It is lighter, and by the looks of what you were doing all day it's pretty easy drinking it uh i, I lost count how many <laughs> i had <laughs> now i was having little tiny cups and little medium cups and big like, and big normal glasses but it, it's like a it's like a mix between like if you're a craft beer lover mm-hmm. this will kind of hit that but also, also if you're just looking for like a, a nice cool kind of refreshing beer to have it with lunch or something like that it fits that because it's kind of cool it's crisp but it does have that hoppy's 
note off the top. You get a little bit of citrus after that, but it goes down pretty smooth. It's a really, really good beer. number of people, uh, the feedback we were getting yesterday said it would be great on a patio, like a great patio beer 100%. this summer. And you can get growlers of it if you head out. It's on tap at the uh, the Powerhouse Tap House, which is behind 100 Kellogg. A great building, great spot to have a beer. It was your first time. We, on the tour, we stopped in and saw the brewery. You had not seen it before, Dev, and you were very impressed. It was a really cool space, and uh, shout out to Val for giving me a little uh, tour uh, behind the scenes, too, of where they, they make it all. and seeing the big huge vats and everything and yeah uh, it's pretty cool Well, you sit at the bar in the tap house you can see the vats you can see the beer actually being made and then they have a big patio out there too it's going to be a fun place this summertime over at powerhouse 100 kellogg uh westgate honda the guys from westgate honda they were loving their tasmania golden (laughs) ale shout out to all of them they've got a convenient little location there on oxford where they just walk off the lot and there's like a side door that they, they, they can walk <laughs> into the bar at Krabby Joe's. And they were a fun bunch yesterday. Uh, hi to Ron Lang and the guys at Signature Custom Carpentry. They were having some lunch yesterday at the East location. I did enjoy how uh, Will, our, our promotion social media guy, Kept asking to take pictures of people around the lunch hour, <laughs> and the majority of them were like, no no pictures, I'm supposed to be working right now. <laughs> so hi to all the people that wanted to remain anonymous out there who came by to try Tasmania Golden Ale with Powerhouse Brewery yesterday. Hey, uh, kudos to you, because your, uh, your waiter skills are, uh, you're going around giving people little, uh, little samples. Little samples. Your your abilities with the, uh, the, with tray. the tray are, are pretty good. Not my first rodeo there, Dev. <laughs> and the highlight for for me personally has to be seeing my face above a urinal. Oh, yeah. You know you've made it. We had the posters for the beer. We went into the washroom, and they were hanging above the urinal, and a little tear rolled down my cheek. <laughs> I never thought I'd I'd see the day. In multiple washrooms as well, not yeah. just one. Jim's face, my face, staring at you while you pee. (laughs) In multiple establishments now in the Forest City. Give it a try. It's delicious. Tasmania Golden Ale from our friends at Powerhouse Brewing Company. I want to see you peacock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock's here. and A lot of people in the area are rooting for the San Jose Sharks to win the Stanley Cup. Partially because... They hate the Boston Bruins, but also because you got Joe Thornton, the pride of St. Thomas, Ontario, playing for the team. Logan Couture has been lights out in the playoffs. They both scored uh, last night, too, by the way. For Thornton, it was the first time he scored in the playoffs since 2013. (laughs) Couture scored his 14th goal. Like They are lighting it up. And Eric Carlson scored uh, twice last night, but his... uh, Well, one and a half, really. Well, technically... Technically, he scored twice. Really, he only scored once. You have a problem with the Sharks' overtime goal that gave him the victory. 100%. So what happened was there was a hand pass from Timo Meyer to Carlson. Five minutes into OT, Carlson gets it, shoots it, and fires it home. They win. Right after that, everyone saw that it was a hand pass. Everyone apparently but the refs because the refs missed it. They didn't say anything about it. They huddled and ultimately determined they couldn't do anything about it because the play was not reviewable, so the goal stands. But if you look at the replay, Carlson did not celebrate immediately 
because he knew it was a hand pass and it shouldn't, it shouldn't count. Off. After the game, he even talked about, well, you know, we're not playing. So they asked him, was that a goal? And he said, well, we're not playing handball. And that's not even an that's You're not answering the question. So he knows it shouldn't be a goal. And so to me, it's crazy that even if it's not reviewable under the NHL rules, how do you not have something in place where in the playoffs – if there is something egregious that has happened that is not reviewable, the league office can step in and say, no, yeah. phone's got that's to wrong. ring. Yeah. Phone's got to ring. Hey, hey, refs, wasn't a goal. Let's keep the game going. Go back, you know, like two decades to you know, Brett Hull's skate in the, uh, in the crease between the Stars and the Sabres and how that, that winning it for the, for Dallas in the Stanley Cup. Going back to then, they should have had something that's in place where, you can step in and sort it all out because it's egregious that that was left to stand because it could cost the Blues their playoff series. It's 2-1. Could cost them the Stanley Cup. It's 2-1. They're not out of it by any means. They were right in this, but that was a huge loss. And with technology the way it is these days, there really is no excuse. No, it wouldn't even take all that much time if you're worried about delaying the game, but also if there's ever a reason to delay the game, it's that. But everyone saw it. Immediately, so it's not this thing where you need to like. Was that a hand pass or was that not? Timo Meyer literally swatted the puck with his glove. Hand pass. League office calls. Game uh, continues. Someone wins, but legitimately not illegitimately. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.